episode number 405 of the MailRite podcast. John and I are going to talk about a Google business profile, real estate agent, Google business profiles. Now, the title of the show is real estate agent, and that should be about what 90% of you are interested in. But there's also real estate broker, uh, real estate office, real estate uh, marketing center, if you're a Keller Williams person, so on and so forth. It doesn't matter. It's Google My Business what you need to do to set it up correctly and why you want to bother with this. So John, before we get deeply into this, um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Oh, thanks, Rob. I'm the joint founder of mail-right.com. We are CRM, IDX, and a host of other digital marketing tools that you get in one great package. Back over to you, Rob. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, um, I was just discussing this with John and I was telling him inbound REM, the company that I founded, we're making big moves into the Google business profile space. We're partnering up with bright local and we're offering a full service package. We're spending about 20, 30% of our resources moving into this space. Now, what I want to share with you in the terms of the introduction is a little bit of a, a wind up. So John, if you'll do me a favor, I don't know if you're aware of this even, but um, Google has been investing all of their top talent and all of their, a lot of their resources into the local space for about a decade. Marissa Myers, for those of you that remember, she came from, from building out the local. She was one of the first people that hit the first home runs. And then she went on to be the CEO of Yahoo. She was a rising talent inside YouTube inside Google. And then they moved her into the hyperlocal space, which at that time, I think they're referring to as Google Maps. And then they transitioned into turning that into a local services space for the search algorithm. Then as if all of that wasn't enough, when Google decided to roll up the wind, like roll, roll everything back with Google Plus, which was their social network for those people who remember what the social network was being used for by most SEO experts, myself included, were links that related to your business. There was a very healthy business audience on Google+. They didn't need to shutter it. What they realized was that everybody was using it for business, not social, the original intent of the network. So what they decided to do is take that entire team and roll them up into their local services. Now, the results that we're all seeing these years later, including the fact that they just started doing sponsored advertising at the beginning of this year inside their local services packets, that's all I, hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars of investment by Google because they're, they want to dominate the local business space. They want to serve the 11 million business owners, including all you real estate agents out there, and they want to dominate your advertising dollars. They want to dominate, and they weren't. With Google, with Google AdWords, there was still a huge category of ads that was being sent to people like the White Pages, Yellow Pages, Yelp, Zillow, Trulia, so on and so forth. Google is making a stab at taking that business, and they're doing a much better job of it, in my opinion, than Zillow, Trulia, or anybody else. Just the thing is, is that all of the advertising and the options available to you as an agent are new as of the beginning of this year. So you don't know them as well as you know Zillow or Trulia. You don't know that they're using performance pay to give you leads and that your leads are going to cost you 10 times less than the ones that you buy from Zillow. But I know that. And John knows that. 
And this is why we decided to do the episode today and do a deeper dive. You can spend less on your advertising. Your organic rewards for doing well inside the local space are literally more ROI centric than anything else I can think of. In other words, you'll make more money from rate ranking number one or number two or number three locally than anything else I know about inside the real estate marketing history. Any other company, any other service, Y Lopo, Op City, you name it, your ROI is going to be the highest if you can rank in these top three spots. I can't be any more clear about it in my experience and with the numbers that I have available to me. I say all that. So I'm going to say I, I've given it a big wind up, John. Is there anything that I said that you disagree with? No, not really. I, I think this show, I, I, um, well, I did my research on it to find out if there were any um, changes that people were talking about for 203. And um, this, this shows to confirm some things that we've said before. And I think the main thing, the research I did, that subcategories have got a little bit more important about selecting them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main factors we have we have gone through before. I just I just saw this shows maybe a refresher about what we've already discussed in previous shows. So we're gonna cover the basics, everybody, at the end of the show with uh, with John's um, permission, I'm going to do a lightning round. Um, and I'm going to give you guys about five or 10 wildly valuable hacks that I use for my clients all the time for hyperlocal stuff that you won't hear about on any other podcast, on any other show. Nobody has the experience that I have specifically in the hyperlocal space getting results for clients the same way that I do. And I've done it for my own business. So if you're curious, just go real estate marketing, Los Angeles and see what you pull up. Like anything that, that I have even vaguely wanted to rank for locally, I've ranked for. So, and, and I do it as an experiment just to prove that I can. So John, why don't you go ahead and, and jump us into, I'm hoping that this was, would serve as the introduction. So we'd be on number two. Uh, if you could yeah. just start walking everybody through that and explain how you've used it or how you've coached your clients to use it, I think that would be a great great way yes. to kick this off. Well, I think number two is uh, don't use your broker business address. Um, I think it's pretty concrete now. The research I did on some of the other leading websites that are seen as authoritative um properties in this area and they all seem to be saying is that you know they're going to send you a card the card's going to have a to claim your google property um they're going to have to send you a card um and the business they're going to send the card to the business address that you put on and you really for this to be effective you really really don't want to put your broker's address on it but it's difficult, you know, obviously, especially if you're a female, you probably don't want to put your personal address. But there are things you can do, you know, there's ways of getting around that, you know, where you get a unique address. So if you really want this to work, I would advise that you don't use your broker address. Do you agree, Robert, or have you got a different drift to this? 
Um, so if you're if you are going to use a broker's address, you're going to raise the difficulty of getting results. However, many of my top clients do use broker addresses. You're just going to have to understand that you're going to have to be on top of your local game in terms of external optimization into the local profile. Um, you can't just expect that you and every other person in your office set up your profile correctly and you're going to rank number three. It simply isn't going to happen. So John is correct. If you want to have a slightly higher chance, one other thing I'm going to say that is incredibly relevant when you start looking at where you want your address to be, please understand that your ranking is going to be the, the physical distance from the office that you list. A, an Like, one of the guys that's the best at doing this to that me that I know about uh, over five years, I've got about a 80 mile radius now that I rank in for my office that took five years. And I know what I'm doing. I think the average person is going to rank within five to 10 miles of the office address you list. So wherever it is that you want to rank for local searches is like realtor near me or the best realtor in, you need to make sure that your address reflects that decision. Yep. So number three, um, this seemed to be the main difference people were saying in 203. You've got to choose your main category correctly at your real estate agent. And like before, people say the subcategories really didn't matter that much. They seem to be saying now that selecting the right subcategories does have an effect. What's your view on that, Rob? Subcategories have an effect in my experience. I'm not saying that definitively I know all these answers, John, because Google does change the way yeah. that they look at these things. But what I have found that subcategories really seem to affect is the keywords that you rank for as you, as you do them locally. Like most of my top clients, when you say what do they rank for, literally almost in every market without exception, the keyword that, Google, that this, these local profiles keep tracking is just realtor. Somebody is doing a search like realtor, and I don't know if Google is simplifying the search and not giving us the exact answer. It seems weird to me. I have so many clients that where, because I, I don't know why somebody would just put in realtor, but maybe they're subcategorizing the search. And then all the long tail searches that link into the profile, those are definitely subcategory things, 100%. They're subcategory things. So if you want to pick up that random search for uh, real estate notary, like something like that, you're going to need to list it on your profile to have even a hope of ranking for it. If you're thinking that the subcategories matter a lot for your broader business category, I haven't, I haven't seen proof of that. No. Right. Next thing, um, they said that if you're a member of a national brokerage franchise or a very large regional you really should combine the title that you're using for your google my business profile and combine it with the the name of the brokerage i don't know that's what they seem to be suggesting in the research i did Who's uh, saying that? um what was the resources that i did uh, bah, 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 bah. I've got my list here. Um, I've got the links here. Um, um, Sterling Sky, um, they seem to be saying that. 
Who's Quest? H O O Q U E S T. It was one of those. Um, Sterling Sky, um, I, I read up a few of their blog posts when I was doing my research, and they seem to be suggesting that. Huh. You don't agree with that at all, then? Um, I mean, if you're going to say RE Max Realtor and you're, you're affiliating your address with the RE Max office, the answer would be absolutely. You need to list the broker's name along with the – that so it corresponds correctly to the address that you're using. So yes, but in a normal, like if you're using your home address or some external address, you're not going to want to, what you're going to want to do is, is identify that external address as your personal place of business and that you are a realtor. So it's a 50-50, I guess my answer is it's circumstantial. I certainly wouldn't be making that as a broad recommendation for all realtors that I don't even know that it suits 20% of realtors. Yeah, um, they seem to suggest because um, of the search volume, um, that's what they seem to be suggesting. That's why you should, but you're more of an expert than I am in this specific sector. Um, so, um, yeah, well, fair enough, Ju. I, I will send you the links afterwards. Uh, um, so on to the next one. Um well, it's funny, you just mentioned it before, um, used realtor instead of real estate agent. It, they seem to suggest it gets three times more activity. Which, which does? Real estate agent or? Realtor, having replacing real estate agent with realtor. Realtor is the way to go. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, that I'm not sure. Like, obviously, I am certain on that. It's just 100%. My my, I'm trying to fix my bandwidth here. It's not working. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, John. Yeah, you you've frozen, but you, we can hear you. You're you're slightly moving. Uh, um, so that's great. So that you would agree with that, Rieta. Um, mm-hmm. um, is it just it's just the amount of search terms people are searching? It's Rieta rather than than real estate agent that they put into search. Um. I, I don't know. You know what, John? This is time. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm going to come back and answer this question. This uh, this frozen screen is going to is kind of driving me crazy. John, I want to I want to leave the studio. I've shut down a whole bunch of things, and I'm thinking that maybe at this point it would work right if I just logged back in. Yes. So why don't we take our break? Yep. We're going to come back from break, ladies and gentlemen, and when we do, I will jump into – well, basically, I'm going to agree with John, so maybe I won't jump into it. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, we'll be right back. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for sticking with us. We uh, we just took our break and uh, we were talking about, uh, we were running down a list and John, repeat the question just so we can pick this up the right way. Yeah, before we went for our break, we were saying that utilizing Realtor instead of real estate agent, you should do that. You could, you confirm that with your own work. Correct. So, so titles inside your profile. So I'm going to give everybody the longer, more detailed answer. 
just like everything else that Google has done, they do take very direct signals from the keywords that you're using inside your profile. And one of the largest signals that you're ever going to find is the title of your business or the business title. So use the word realtor because 100% and 85% of the markets that are listening to this show right now, the number one keyword that people are going to look for that you care about is going to start or end or just be realtor. Fair enough. On to the next one, um, which is question and answer session. It's powerful and important. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think that's a little gem there. I don't know what you think, but they have a section, folks, where you can put in the most popular questions that you've been asked. And you can do some basic SEO research anyway to find topics. But I think filling that in is a great idea. What do you reckon, Robert? I think that in, in the most cases, filling out everything that you can possibly fill out on your profile is a good idea. If they suggest that you should provide it, you should provide it. Now, if you want to know what my guiding principle is, John, it always is this. With Google, 100% this. Ask yourself the question from the perspective of doing the searches. Do you... There's a Q, the Q&A that you're referring to is, do people ask you questions? So you can ask a question and then answer it. That's what John is referring to. I haven't filled out those FAQs for my own service. I probably should. What the, the answers to the question should be is like your top three most requested things that you ever get, like how much are homes? Like if that's the... If that's the question that everybody is asking you right now, how much is a home in the neighborhood that you most presently service? You ask that question and you give the answer. I would do the top three. So anything that Google is, is providing you the way that you want to perceive it is how can I be useful to the audience? And you do not want to apply these old school logic. Well, isn't it better if I just get these people to call me? Because if I give all my information away, they have no reason to call me. That's not the way that the information age works anymore, ladies and gentlemen. You need to give the information away up front and earn their trust before they call you. Would you agree with that, John? Oh, totally. I, I think the more questions and answers you can provide, as long as they're relevant, as long as you're not going too far in the weeds, I think it goes down a retreat, but that's my point of view. On to the next, which... I think it's one of the areas that a lot of real estate agents really fall on the ground on in general and particularly with this platform. Reviews are critical. I, I think I think it's a strong signal for Google, but I'd be interested to see what you think. And it's a bit like the question and answers. It has a duality. It also provides credibility and reassurance to your target audience as well. So what, what's your feelings here, Bob? My feelings are that Google is once again, listen, it's it's in their best interest to make complicated algorithmic algor decisions. And here's how I think reviews. Do I think that reviews are a powerful signal? Yes. If you ask me to make a guess, I'd say they're worth 10 to 15% of your overall local score, maybe a little bit more. So that's that's good. But what do reviews really do? 
they probably key into what would absolutely be the strongest signal that Google is using across all search platforms right now, which is user behavior signals. How long do people stay? How many reviews do they seem to look at? Do they click on anything? Do they call you? Do they message you? Do they click on your photos? Do they click on your videos all off your Google profile? And if the answer to those questions are yes, remember, they really can't, it's very hard for them to make alg algorithm changes for all the different divisions of Google. So most likely they're using the same signals on your local profile as they are on your website, which means that they are gonna look at what pictures you click. They are gonna look at what videos you watch. They are gonna look at how long you stay. And every professional SEO I know is weighing somewhere between 20 to 25% on how powerful user signals are. So if you add that on top of the reviews, which are 15 to 20% is what I estimated, but they grab people and make them scan your profile, reading through all your reviews. Now you've really got a 35% signal on reviews because people are staying longer. They're reading more reviews. They may, it may inspire them to interact with the rest of your profile correctly or more. That means that reviews become, through those various reasons, probably the strongest single thing that you can do that you're in charge of, that you that you control, is getting them, making sure they're big reviews, long, detailed, helpful, speak to the who, what, when, where, how of either the transaction or the customer service interaction you had with the person. I can't emphasize it enough, but it's really important that people understand. It's not as simple as you can't just get 50 five-star reviews with no words on it and think you're going to rank locally. You will not. I cannot be clear about that. You will not all right john <laughs> yeah totally agree just don't don't they've got to be legit folks there's ways that can encourage people to give you having a process it's one of the things that i'm really proud about MailRight. we have a one of our elements of MailRight is we've got um, a platform that you can utilize that gets helps you get more reviews and gives you a kind of platform to do it so it's um i'm really quite impressed what we built in mail right there um photos and videos um it's really you know put a lot of photos up put some videos up and you're probably going to use your phone and the great thing of using your phone it's gonna they're gonna be location tagged and um it should match. You need it to match with the dress that you put in for to get your post get your postcode. If it does, Google loves it, and um, it's it's another duality, isn't it, Rob? That it matches up, but it also gives you know you, the this uh, this needs to appeal to actual possible clients, and they love it as well. They love the more video you put up, the more photos. They just love it, don't it? So what do you reckon, Rob? I reckon I agree with everything you just said. Uh, I'm going to emphasize the following. You, are, you have a lot of options to enhance your local profile. With most of these, most of options relating to Google, your best option is always going to be using your cell phone if you want to rank for images Video is a little bit different. You you want your look like Google has offered the ability to add a latitude and longitude tag into your video or location tag. 
the reason that they do that is is directly related to hyperlocal ranking. I don't know why people don't get this. Why does Google ask for your location of the freaking video? Think about it, everybody. They've been collecting that data for a very long time. Why? Because they want to know in a trackable, scientific way who is producing good information for their local business audience. And it's if you think about it, it's a beautiful, completely authentic tracking method. If you stick with a video whose title is top 100 things you need to know before you move to Austin, and then you, you know, that video gets watched uh, 100,000 times for 3,000 hours, and you know that the video was connected to an email address that belongs to a licensed real estate agent, and you've got another agent with no video, no anything, who do you think, if your Google is providing more service to the local audience? Think about it. It's got to be the guy that did the 100,000 hours of people moving to that city. Who does Google want to reward? with ranking, with positioning. It serves them better if you are producing information that helps them in their algorithm. And honestly, it serves all of us better because somebody is going out there and doing the hard work to answer all our questions. It's a win, 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 which is why I do what I do for a living because it's a win, 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 win. The people that get left behind are the people who don't embrace technology. Don't be one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> so go, go ahead, John. Yeah, and the last one, it, it, it kind of it was kind of makes sense. I thought it was more to do with old the old type of local search. They have you have all these directory folks like yellowpages.com, Yelp, Bing, Superpages, MacQuest, and a thousand others. Um, there's tools. Um, I think there's one that's still running from SEO Moss where you give them a certain amount of money and you fill in a form and it will push your um, details to all these directories. And it will make sure, because it's coming from one central place, it makes sure that all the details are correct. And I think it's important because I, I presume, I don't know if you agree with this, I'm just presuming that Google looks at all these other directories and they get signals, and that's why maybe it's still important. Correct, correct. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, directories are still incredibly important technical signals. Google knows that people are gaming the system, but directories are probably still only 10 to 15% of the overall score. They're very important score, though, because anybody that's in listed in 100 directories and you have another person that's not, it really can, and there's lots of tools out there, Bright Local, Local Easy, the list goes on and on. People doing local marketing companies based on this local directory uh, deal. Um, you're probably going to discover that competition is too tight for directories to matter as much as they once did, but it is still a strong technical signal that Google looks at that you should look at. We track it. We optimize it at Inbound REM. We do a lot of things with it, um, but I know for a fact that it's just a diminishing signal because Google doesn't like signals that we can gain. What they would really like is just to be able to figure out a way to measure value based on the information you provide on your profile and then have every like reward the people who provide the most value. It's that simple, but this is still a technical signal that can move 
the needle for your ranking. And if you're going to compete at a very high level, what do I mean by that? Are you in a major metro market? Okay. You're competing at a high level. You have 10,000 licensed agents in your city or county. You're competing at a very high level. Okay. Doesn't matter what you think there, because there's always going to be a handful of digitally forward agents. There's not many in the country, but when you start talking about 10,000 competitors, yeah, I'm sorry. You got a few. <laughs> They're going to be out there. Yeah, I think the great news, though, Rob, just to finish before you go into your lightning section to finish off the show, I think the great news is I think the bulk of the competition, uh, unless they listen to this podcast or they are hired by you or they approach me and um, Adam or similar enterprises, I think the bulk of agents just don't do this. They don't even... I still get that feeling that Bolt don't even fill in this or claim their Google My Business profile. They don't even claim it, the bulk of them. Would you agree with that? 100%. 100%. It's that simple. 100%. Um, and I these people all the time every day and and the best agents in the world have oftentimes barely filled out a profile and and they oftentimes have an assistant managing it and running it and things like that but i was an excellent way to close down the show ladies and gentlemen get ready we're at 30 minutes on the nose i'm gonna rock walk into lightning round everybody who's listening to the show save this one record it go to the youtube channel mail hyphen right uh, YouTube mail hyphen right. If John gets me over the recording, I will add this to my channels as well. Here we go. Um, so first of all, there's a hack for that very small percentage of you that own a real estate website, or you feel like doing this kind of work on a site that you don't own. I don't recommend it, but Google Maps has a plugin. The plugin can be installed on your website. That plugin, Google Maps, is a direct connector to the local algorithm. When you create a map, which I do for all of my clients, three things happen. One, the map, if you do custom work on the map, you do some custom work on it, notate things that you like, highlight the neighborhoods that you service, make a couple notes on the map. The tool itself allows you to do that. People can start to find that custom map inside the hyperlocal search profile that's number one so you can get a whole new stream of traffic through another way on google that very few people know about number two google if you have that thing connected to a website google absolutely correlates the map signals to your local website and goes oh my god this is a person that's sending a lot of signals to the hyperlocal so it's a massive way for google to identify you are a local expert. If you highlight neighborhoods, talk about neighborhoods as part of your map that you built, now you definitively, number one, you add those neighborhoods onto your local profile search radius. So you add extra keywords, you add extra reach. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, and then number three, and this is the best part, your audience loves maps. Take my word for it. So if you install it on a website, you're going you're gonna to extend the hang time that people spend on your site. What does that mean? That means that if you buy into what I'm telling you, and I'm telling you I'm right, that 
like user signals are one of the main SEO signals. So if people are staying on your site longer because they're fiddling around with your map that you created, guess what? You get ranking for SEO. It's a triple win, a super powerful hack. Okay, it's a Google Maps plugin. You can just do, I think that search and you'll find it. Okay, number two, hyperlocal is deeply impacted by video, by YouTube, okay? Please, for the love of God, use the same, and this is the hack. You may have heard me already say YouTube video affects local ranking. Here's what you won't hear. The number one mistake that Robert Newman sees on hundreds, if not thousands of, of profiles is that people use a different email address from yeah. their hyperlocal yeah. profile and other elements across their marketing platforms. Like you use a different address from local to your YouTube channel. Things like that. Like you're using all these different email addresses. Major mistake. Don't do it. Okay. I can't be any clearer. Use the same email address on your YouTube channel and your local profile. All your Google tools should be referenced using the same email address. Google, you don't want Google. Well, okay. That's why you want, you want your own domain. Um, don't use the domain that your brokerage gives you. <laughs> See, shit like this is what happens when two ADHD guys run the same podcast. Listen, you don't want your... You jumped in when I was trying to say something critical. You don't want Google to think that you're two separate people. You make them do the work to verify two different email addresses and try to identify that you're the same person. You are doubling up the work. You are absolutely positively opening the door to huge mistakes that you don't want to have happen with your ranking. I cannot emphasize this more. One email address across all profiles. All right. Next thing's next. Uh, last thing, because uh, I have a hundred of these, but I'm not going to give them all away. I'm going to give one more big one away. All right. This is the most common mistake behind the email address on local profiles. And I can't get this one, John. I've never gotten this. It's another triple win. It's another triple three and one win for all realtors that hear me on this. Respond in depth to your reviews. Yeah. I don't care if a client comes on and gives you a five-star review and doesn't say a word. Your response is, Mary, it was so amazing finding you that home in Huntington Beach. I know we looked at 10 properties, made offers on five, and your patients was nothing short of miraculous. The home that we found, which was on the shoreline, was exactly what you described to me when we did our first consultation call. If you just did what I just said, you would rank for new and different keywords. You'd have better conversion off the people that visit your profile, they will call you more frequently. They will schedule an appointment with you. They will use your calendar link that you install on your profile. Why? Because they want a consultative call with the person who's the miracle worker from Mary who didn't even bother to give any information on the review. I can't tell you, I'm gonna keep saying it, respond in depth to every review that you get. Do not just say, thank you, Bob. You're wasting 
a $100,000 marketing opportunity. Stop it. Everybody, stop it. Makes me insane. If do you not read reviews? <laughs> Everybody should be re- do you not does every do you read reviews, John? I do. Yeah, every I time do. I buy anything, pretty much. I, I read reviews. All right, that's it. Th- those are my hacks that I'm willing to share on the show. And now I'm going to do something that I oftentimes don't do. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to get a full list of all the things that relate to local, like all my hacks, all my tricks, you have to schedule a call with me. You go to Inbound REM, you look under the About page, you will find a link to my calendar, and you schedule a call with me. InboundREM.com forward slash about. And I will change your world in terms of local. (laughs) All right, John, roll us (laughs) Change your world. I agreed with the outline there. Um, yeah, that's the review side's really fascinating, but replying to, uh, you know, they just give you five stars, don't say anything. You can reply. If they can't be bothered to say you reply and you put all the details, Google love it, won't they? You know, um, that's fantastic. If you want to have a look at what Mel Wright's got to offer, just go to Mel hyphen right.com we've got a great platform it's fantastic value and it does a ton of functionality and that can be your digital hub um back over to you rob i think it's time to wrap this up all right i don't have anything else to say i I roll this out ladies and gentlemen thanks for listening to the show i'm just gonna i will say this hear us on this this is the biggest market opportunity there is a clock on it don't sit on it. Most of you are slow or, or doing less business this year than last. It's a great time to learn a new thing related to digital marketing. And if you're going to focus on one thing in the next year, this is it. That's it, John. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Bye. Bye.